Hey, Slashers and Scream Queens, and welcome back to the Horror Daddies podcast. A podcast where we talk about horror movies. And the daddies in them. And today, Carlos, we have a very special guest. We sure do, guys. We sure do. We got Ricky J. Duarte from the Trick or uh, Rick or Treat yeah. Horrorcast. Sorry about that. I completely butchered that. <laughs> That's <But> me. <laughs> we have him right here. Thank you so much. Wait, studio audience. Thank you. Thank you. Can I get a little more applause? Is that of okay? Course. Another uh, one? Yeah. Oh, and some air horns. That's great. Hi, <laughs> boys. How's it going? It's you good. Know, doing good. well, doing well. It's Friday the 13th as we're recording this, so happy Friday the 13th, everyone. Happy Friday the 13th. Listen, I'm so mm. grateful you guys had me on the show. I love you guys. You have no idea. I'm a big yeah. fan of the show. I listen every week. I have for a very long time, even even since before I had my own podcast. So you're a big inspiration and I'm really glad to be here. Oh, oh thank you. So sweet. I love hearing that. I, <laughs> you're like, I don't get tired of that. No, I just, I, you know, I love that I get to like, just make people smile because, you know, sometimes I'm just walking around miserable. <laughs> So the fact that I know that I'm making someone smile out there makes my day. Yeah, and honestly, just having to commit, you know, have communication with someone like you that mm-hmm. have the same passion as horror, mm-hmm. like love, even starting your podcast and sharing that same love. So yeah. honestly, really appreciate it, and it's a pleasure to have you mm-hmm. on our show. Mm-hmm. Good. Sure. I I started a podcast because my friends in my real life got really tired of me talking about horror <laughs> movies. <laughs> non-stop all the time so i had to branch out and try to find some people who actually cared and wanted to hear so and now yeah. i'm forcing people to listen <laughs> no yeah. it's a great platform to like get your voice out there mm-hmm. and even get to like outside of where you live and just i don't know oh great. and it's fun when people don't agree with you that's the <laughs> that's the best part <laughs> I've, I've experienced that for sure or <laughs> <Horror> subjective <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but Carlos, what movie did we watch today? So today we watched the 1941 The Wolfman. Ooh. Which, oh, oh, oh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but um, Ricky, is there anything else you want to let our listeners know? Your first time here. What was your first horror movie? Your first. Oh my god! First, tell us your backstory. If you have yeah, any fans, well. throw everything out there. God, I was a very unhappy child. I rem- no, just joking. <laughs> um, I am a really big uh, Wolfman fan. You can see on my T-shirt here. Oh, yeah. Love that. So, uh, so that's great. I love the Universal monsters. I got Frankie's monster and the bride behind me there. Um, so I'm really happy to be on this episode. The first horror movie I remember ever seeing was King Kong, the original oh, black oh, and white, okay. when I was a wee, wee babe, and I was ter- I was so afraid of King Kong that when we would go to Chuck E. Cheese, I would be afraid of the gorilla that played the keyboard, you know, oh. the animatronic gorilla, because mm-hmm. I thought it was, I associated him with King Kong. So it had a big old impact on me. Uh, and then just growing up... Um, I was always drawn to spooky, scary things, and here I am now. Hey, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's actually yeah. awesome. It's really weird how, like, some people get scared with, like, creatures where, like, I'm kind of the opposite. Where, like, I would, as a kid, I would see these creatures and I was in love with it. But anything else, like Jason or, like, Michael, I was like, no, no. I got exposed to them super early. Yeah, the, his whole mom is like a lore because it's like, <laughs> it, all, it always goes back to his mom. And it's, yeah. It, I was exposed to a lot as a child. I love that. You know, I love the Mm. Universal Monsters and I love the Wolfman. When I was little, I was not a big fan of 
like Batman or Superman. Like those weren't my mm-hmm. superheroes. My superheroes were these monsters, like the misunderstood kind of romantic creatures, like 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 King Kong, yeah, or the are. Phantom of the Opera, or Frankenstein's mm-hmm. monster. These uh, and the Wolfman. These creatures that they didn't ask to be the way that they were. They might, you know, they um. Even Dracula has this this kind of otherness. There's a queerness to these characters. Dracula has mm-hmm. this sex appeal. He uses his sex yes. as his power. Yeah, yeah he's like know? that confidence, and yeah. he, it's definitely like he he puts you in a gaze, and everyone mm-hmm. just kind of falls in love with him. And it's like I can totally understand how like even Frankenstein has like some sort of le- like uh, queer undertone to it. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and so when it comes to the Wolfman, obviously the secret, this something inside of you that you can't you have no control over whatsoever yeah. you know and it, it, it changes you and transforms you it just always i mean i've got this i've got a really big werewolf tattoo on my arm nice. Love um that. so that's my monster that's my fave i mean that- frankenstein's monster means a great deal to me for other reasons but when it mm-hmm. comes to you know which creature it's the wolf man yeah. yeah that's awesome um, and uh so for werewolf is this your first exposure to the werewolf or do you know if you had any other werewolves that you liked and you kind of adventured out it's early on but honestly i think my first i think my first werewolf was michael jackson's thriller uh my neighbor (laughs) my neighbor that's not the answer i'm always gonna think i'm gonna hear (laughs) my neighbor had the the, because the video cassette of thriller Uh and so after the music video there was the making of thriller that had all the behind the scenes with all that's cool makeup design and Mm -hmm. you know um so yeah I'd say it was Thriller for sure. I think American Werewolf in London was probably shortly after that, but they were both directed by John Landis, which yeah, I think cool. is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I want to say it was either Van Helsing or maybe Underworld, oh, but yeah. Van Helsing for sure is when I fell in love with a werewolf because I just, I love that this is so, the werewolf to me, as much as I love him, is also super scary. And that's when I fell in love. And then I don't think I saw an American Werewolf in London until <laughs> recently. But it's become my favorite movie. Oh, yeah. Like, like obsessed. Obsessed with it. It's and great. It's I'm doing an episode how... pretty soon, and my guests are a podcast in London. Uh, Ooh, so, yeah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cute. Can't I'm really excited. Um, yeah, I've, I've, and he knows. I've been obsessed with that, with the with the, the Kessler werewolf, as I, as I like I, I call him. And, and, I, and now watching this movie and sitting on it for a week, I it it beats Frankenstein for me. I think yeah. this is my number one right now. Nice. Um, and yeah, and it's kind of ironic because my other favorite '80s horror movie is Reanimator, which is like the other kind of it, Frankenstein. It's like the American Werewolf in London. Of, yeah, of, of, of the, the it's Frankenstein. like the '80s the universe yeah. monsters in a way. Well, it's um, cool to look back at these pictures. Oh my god, I called them pictures. I feel so and uh, <laughs> Pearl. <laughs> And just, I mean, see the influence that they had. I mean, you know, it's it's mind blowing. Even Creature from the Black Lagoon was recently The Shape of Water. You know, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have do... him on my wall too. I've got let's see. the the, the Dracula oh, Invisible Man creature. Mm. Oh, that's awesome! I that's... the creature is really cool. And honestly, he was really handsome <laughs> back in the day. I'm not. Yo, gonna the guy who the guy who played yes. him. Yes, you know, I was like. His the creature design and the costume was uh, created by a woman. Uh, her Ooh. story, there's a book about her. Hers, I can't remember her name off the top of her head, but really interesting story because she did not get the credit for it that she deserved. Oh, Surprise! That sucks. That sucks. I mean, 
does yeah. not surprise me. Yeah. Hollywood. It, he's still with us, right? Because I know he came yes. for a convention, so, but he got really sick. Mm-hmm. So he was supposed to be at one of our conventions here in Orlando, Florida a year or two ago, but he had to cancel. Yeah. Like he got last super minute. Sick he got, and he I, went yeah. to the hospital. Oh, no. And I think they were afraid that he was going to, you know, maybe pass. But I he hasn't because yeah. I haven't it hasn't I haven't heard anything um crazy like that but yeah it's really sad I he, I did see him once in person he would sign everyone had a mask yeah everyone had a I creature felt bad and like, he was just signing yeah wow. but he's like 96 95 he's really old what a legacy you know yeah no, for real. and like, his line too was like huge it was yeah. like it was pretty impressive to God, see that he had such an impact in people's lives like that's yeah. awesome mm-hmm. that was me when I met Robert England <laughs> Did that you really? Yeah, yeah, I I I met Robert. I think that was the same year that he was, or a different year. But I cried on my way to take my picture with Robert because I was like, I'm about to meet the man that literally gave me nightmares as a child, but yeah. has become one of my favorites. I even even ended up getting this oh, tattoo yeah. that same that same weekend. Oh, cool! I just, yeah, I and the, I, the crazy, but the crazy thing was that I missed an did. opportunity. <laughs> Well, we oh, did you one of these. signature. Yes. And well, we did a like a one of those like flip the, the so page it was or whatever. like it was like one of those throw the dice and whatever page whatever yeah. number you get that's the page of the tattoo you're gonna get. I landed on the glove. Wow. So, so it was like destiny. Yeah, and it was that. And then the tattoo artist was like, "Hey, if you can get him to sign your arm, I'll tattoo over the signature." And I Whoa. his line was just so long. Yeah. Yeah. It was just so long, but yeah. Enough about Robert. I know. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to New Jersey Comic Con in March or New oh, Jersey Horror Con, and I'm going to meet um, Andy and Kyle, the child. From, oh. I'm bringing my child, my child's play two poster. I'm, it's my nice. favorite poster from an '80s horror movie with the Jack in the Box, and he's got the yeah. the hedge clippers. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm I'm so excited to be able to meet them. I know the line's going to be insanely long, but mm-hmm. I'll do it. Yeah. It's funny, Andy's always here. Yeah, he, li- he lives, he lives in, Tampa. in Tampa, so he makes oh, it to cool. every convention. I've never met him. I've never met either of them, so I'm very yeah, he, He's excited. very quiet. He's very, like, mm-hmm. to himself a little bit. Yeah, I get that. I see that. Maybe, but maybe with Kyle, he'll be more, yeah. like, out there. Um, Oh, that's that's awesome, though. I want to... I Now that I have a Chucky doll, I kind of want to get it signed. Um, yeah. God, I was yeah. looking at the trick-or-treat Chucky dolls, and that is out of my price range. Yep. I until my one. podcast <laughs> takes off. And- yeah. <laughs> uh, I have I got the pl- I got I just got the plushy one for Christmas. The, yeah, so I have a little cheap one that came one. out of a claw machine, like when it, from my childhood. He's up on my shelf. Oh, he's, that's he's awesome. Dirty and old, and he's like this big, but I love him so much. Uh, and I his hair is like falling me. out. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, for the viewers, if y'all just watching, we got our new set. <laughs> Not our new set. <laughs> it's a cardboard box. Very y'all know we're moving. Uh, we're, uh, this this move me this moving has me so stressed out. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Wolfman. Wolfman. Woo! <laughs> um, <laughs> so this was directed by George Wagner. Right. Right. Written by Kurt Seelmack. Uh, had a budget of one hundred eighty thousand dollars. Uh, again, I'm not going to say what it grows because I just, I don't believe those numbers, especially <laughs> so long ago. I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know. True. But you weren't there. Yeah. So let me look, pull up the cast because I, I got the cast I'm, right I'm having so much fun that I don't want to work, but I have to, we're working. <laughs> I know. We can <laughs> just right. have a conversation. I just, no, I just want to talk. <laughs> um, I'm a distraction. <laughs> so the cast, uh, we have Claude Rains as Sir John Double Double. <laughs> The Y'all know me. I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> words. Uh, we have Warren William as Dr. Lloyd. Lon Chaney Jr. as Lawrence Tobo. He's also the Wolfman. 
We have Ralph Bellamy as Colonel Monford. Patrick Knowles as Frank Andrews. Bella Lugosi as Bella, if you know him. Dracula. Dracula, which that was the last episode. Last episode. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> Maria Ospinskaya as Maleva. I got it right, y'all. Yeah, I think you got Evelyn, it. <laughs> Evelyn Anchors as Gwen Con- Conlife. Conlife. I, that is not, that did not sound right. <laughs> yeah, that sounded like the C word for a second. <laughs> you stopped at the worst spot. <laughs> you you should have just butchered it. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, we have Fane Helm as Jenny and J.M. Kerrigan as Charles. And then Forrester Harvey as Twiddle. Yeah, and on Letterboxd, this movie had a 3.6 out of 5. On IMDb, a 7.2 out of 10. A Metascore of 72. And Rotten Tomatoes was 90% critics and 80% audience. Which is surprising because uh, uh, Dracula, Frankenstein, and I don't know, I think Bride as well had 100% they were from higher. the critics. Yeah. yeah. So interesting that the critics give this one a lower so one. So if I, I kind of did some more research on this movie came out during a harsh time in America. Yeah. I want to say it was Pearl Harbor. Was, was it Pearl Harbor? I want to say it was Yeah, that. it was like right at the time. Yes. Yeah. So... Because of that, I think that's what made this movie not do so well. Mm. Because it was such a dark time in here that people did not want to go see such a dark yeah. for a horror picture, per yeah, se. Yeah. Uh, but even though that happened, the movie still did really well financially. That's which good. It still spawned off a lot more. Um, and, you know, uh, Chaney was like the only guy to play the Wolfman. That mm-hmm. was his baby, pretty much. But he also got to play Dracula, the mummy, and Frankenstein. Yeah, so I mean, he, he was, was such a tall was, guy. Um, what do you call that? Um, what do you call what? Someone, I had, I had a joke, and I just if <laughs> he's a little, he's a little bit of I hate, I hate that this phrase nepo baby is a thing right now. Uh-huh. Like these nepotism babies, but his yeah. father was Lon Chaney Senior, who was the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this legacy of of horror, you know, icons is pretty remarkable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know he was the only one that jumped to play all the other Universal monsters. Yeah. And I know Bella, uh, Bella Lugosi, Lugosi wanted to play Wolfman, mm-hmm. but they're like, "No, motherfucker, that's you can play a wolf. <laughs> you can play a wolf, just a regular <laughs> wolf." Um, but that's kind of cool that he had like, even though the Wolfman didn't have an, you know, a proper standalone sequel, yeah, because he was always with someone else. Mm-hmm. At least he got to play like other characters and kind of explore. Yeah. Um, I and, mean, he was a giant, so yeah. he had the body to play other monsters. I know, he I know there Jason. was like a history with him where it was like this was the only role that he kind of like played with emotion. Um, because a lot of his other roles were a lot very serious, you know, didn't have a lot of range, I would say. Well, I mean, you can kind of see it in this movie, he has a lot of emotion in this movie because mm-hmm. of what he's going through, and you know. He, he's in the middle of transforming into a, an animal, so that's hitting him hard. And if you think about it, if it's Frankenstein, Frankenstein is more um, just one face, kind of no emotion unless he's angry. You know, Dracula is more like, hey, girl, or hey, boy. <laughs> he's like, let me eat that oh. ass, girl. <laughs> and then there's uh, the mummy that I haven't seen the mummy, so I can't really speak on it. The only one we just with, with Daddy Frazier. That's it. That, this is the Daddy Frazier mummies, and those not are the great. same. Still a great not, movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I can I can see. I feel like the werewolf has more emotion, especially when you're you're gonna transform into a monster. Yeah, it's a it's like a tortured with that. soul. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he doesn't want to kill. He gets the chance for dual roles. He plays mm-hmm. the human man. 
and then he also plays the monster right like frankenstein yeah. all the emotion is in the eyes because that's almost the only thing that he has to work with with the makeup right True. Uh, mm -hmm. The mummy is, again, very eye-centric because he doesn't move his facial features a lot. But, like, the wolfman gets to be a human in peril and then a monster who's scary. And uh, yeah. I just think it's a, it would be a remarkable opportunity for an actor. Like, I'm an actor. I want to play the wolfman. Did you guys hear Ryan Gosling is rumored to be in yes. a remake oh of the wolfman? I, want, I was going to bring Wait, that what? up. I was going to bring oh, that up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Everyone did. No, no, no. You didn't. So, the because the, we, we, we talked about it, like, the they are making it's in pre-production they're making another the wolfman but it's starring ryan gosling so i'm a little skeptical hmm. no he's a good actor he's a I good ass actor. i know he's a good actor but has he done like horror uh horror i don't think so he was supposed well he did to drive be, that he was in say. drive he was supposed yeah, to be in a haunted okay. mansion movie directed by guillermo del toro Mm. Uh, and then that got scrapped and now disney's going <laughs> ahead with a different direction with that yes yeah i do think it's funny that he's was going from the Barbie movie, which is so colorful and pink, oh, to yeah. a dark <laughs> werewolf movie. So I love that for him. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the thing I like about him is that he does have a lot of range. So mm -hmm. it's like he always plays like kind of like a different character. And he's fun. S exactly. He's got a lot of versatility, and yes. I like a versatile man. Exactly. Yes. We love that. We love that here. We love that on this podcast. We stand on this podcast. <laughs> He was in The Conjuring? Oh, he was a writer in The Conjuring. That's interesting. I didn't know really? that. Really? Uh, yeah, that's what it says on his IMDb. He says writer. Hmm. Uh oh. Let me see. Bitch, that's not... It, it lied to me. It says writer in The Conjuring. Okay. <laughs> it, it refreshed. It, it, it refreshed. It lied to you. It did lie to you. I saw that. Um, that no, I'm actually very excited because I need another werewolf movie. I need a werewolf movie like at least once a year. But the only <laughs> thing is... I hope they do prosthetics. I hope they do yeah. actually, you know, not CGI. I don't want to see that. I okay. think we've seen that enough. Yeah, let's talk about this for a second. Yeah, let, let, let's talk about what we want in this, the Wolfman that they're pre... It's, hopefully they listen. Hopefully. So, one thing, I kind of don't want it back in the day. I kind of want it in modern times how the Invisible Man did it. Okay. The new one. I kind of want some, something like that. The technology part, keep it away from the wolf. It's fine for the Invisible Man. I understood that part. But I say keep it away from the werewolf. Yeah. Let's keep it to a mythological something bit in mm -hmm. some kind of story. Um, if they make it queer, even better. Yeah. Which I, I doubt that they will. Yeah. But I would love that. But the Invisible Man, the the great thing about that movie is that it's not just about this this guy that created invisibility uh, and is taking over the world. No, he's like, it's about trauma. It's about this mm -hmm. woman that's dealing with her abusive partner. It's and it's, it's that kind of, fear that he's always around. Yeah, it's kind of more about her. Yeah. With him kind of in the backseat, but he's there. And in, the invisibility mm -hmm. isn't just like, a, oh, it's this guy that's going to go kill her. It's like, no, it's that fear that he feels like. And you throughout the movie, you feel like that man is in every fucking corner. Mm -hmm, and it's, mm -hmm. it's that looming threat that made that movie so great. And I, I would love that where we're following him and we don't know if he's the wolf man. Mm -hmm. But then we see these scenes with the wolf and the next day he wakes up, doesn't remember nothing, but it's like psychological. Yeah. But, and then it ends up being him, the wolf, but he, we didn't think he was the wolf, but he is the wolf. That'd be cool. It's just like, the only thing is like Ryan Gosling is the main character and you're like, yeah, yeah he's the wolf. I know. <laughs> like, it's not like a huge star. It'd be funny if they subvert it. That'd be great. Like he's getting stalked. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so should we start, get the movie done? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> um, so we open on 
the Wolfman title card. Ooh. And it's all furry and wolf-like. And then we get like a kind of description of lycanthropy, which is about werewolves. Um, and then Lawrence basically comes home. We meet his dad, Sir John. We meet his old childhood friend, Paul, who is now like a detective. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sorry. I should have said this earlier, but mm. the one thing I appreciate about this movie that the other ones didn't do was actually show the characters and their name underneath with the actor. <laughs> like a sitcom. It, it looked like a full house kind of like thing. <laughs> it was everywhere you go. <laughs> because that's the problem with like Dracula and like, um, I guess not Frankenstein so much, mm-hmm. but it was just like, we didn't know who, who, who everyone looked the same. Yeah, Everything's true. black and white. They're all wearing suits. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was all lost. white with the same haircut. Like. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Tall, skinny. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, who are you again? Uh, yeah. So I, back in the day, I would have been mixing my men up all the time. <laughs> it is just like, I like that this movie at least did that. They took the effort to at least do the main characters with yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Um, we do find out that his dad, or not his dad, his brother passed away. Mm-hmm. That's why kind of he's back, kind of back in here. I guess he has to be the next in charge. Um, we get introduced to this giant telescope that he... So I guess he was away, but he worked as a kind of a with telescopes, which is why he's so interested in them. I think so. Uh, it doesn't really explain it. This movie, hi Renfield. It doesn't explain a lot of things. My cat Renfield. <laughs> hi Renfield. <laughs> um, it doesn't really explain a lot of things. We just know that he was away for basically eighteen years. Um, we go to the attic where he has the observatory. Yeah, and he has a telescope. They made this really important for something that never comes back. No. So I will say this. The telescope should have came back. Yeah. It should have been a plot point where he looks up in the sky, the full moon is out, and then he turns. That'd be cool. I think that would have been cool. Yeah, I think that there's some kind of attempted connection to celestial observances and yes. the moon, but like you said, it it, it, they, it never lands. Or yeah. even, even to heaven, because the dad says something about heaven. Mm. I think in this scene, and it's uh, kind of like they may, maybe they still like thought that heaven was an actual place playing, in the sky. Yeah, playing God or something. Um, especially with becoming like a like a like a monster. Oh, I gotcha. Because I I know that this movie pretty much sets off sets the lore of the werewolf. Mm-hmm. Because I know there was like some loose writing in like fiction, but like there was never like concrete rules. Yeah. Um, th- am I wrong? But they didn't never mention the moon like turning them into a werewolf because i feel like it's kind of random in this movie the lore from the moon was created for this movie i believe the use of silver was created for this film a lot of the modern day just like how romero basically created what we think of as zombies Mm -hmm. right and killing them through the head this film really set up a lot of uh what we know and commonly accept about werewolves today before this the idea of lycanthropy came about there is a mental condition it's not super like known but let's say it happened in one village somewhere in europe and this person was convinced that he was a wolf and he would become rabid and attack people it's un- it's kind of believed that that's where the idea of a werewolf came from and then it spread the the rumor spread from village to village to village and so then it became a man transforms mm-hmm. into a wolf and mm-hmm. um you know, I don't think it's only European, like, lore as well. I think that there are other cultures. Obviously, you know, think of Skinwalkers or... Um, Chupacabra. Just, Chupacabra. Right, yeah. exactly. Some cultures, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so kind of maybe all of these combinations. But I do think it's interesting that what we think of as a werewolf 
is not as old you know the lore is not as old as you might think yeah i do i do like when movies kind of subvert the the rules that were made up yeah mm-hmm. they kind of don't follow them kind of like how now there's some vampire movies where vampires fuck it they're out in the sun that that's just shit that they made up for these movies and that's not true um, what was that uh, remake, uh, the Fright Night remake, where it was like he didn't get affected by yeah, your he, typical stuff? Yeah. And, and he could just walk into your house mm-hmm. like he didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in the Fright Night remake. <laughs> I've never seen it. So. It didn't really happen. No, people really like it. It's not that bad. I'm just, I that movie is like part, a big part of my childhood. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that makes sense. As far as like werewolves in literature, there's a novel, Werewolf in London. Um mm. I believe it's from the late 1800s that did set up quite a bit of of lore and i think this movie maybe took a lot of that but it's uh it's not it, it's not as well known as maybe it could be yeah okay it's kind of funny we were just talking about this how if like what if we go back in time and we make up the lore ourselves how <laughs> we much, just go how much we would change history and cinema yeah, in today's like, time like just go to the 30s and just make halloween <laughs> but just make it ours yeah, like, we'll, we'll just take the mask with us back in time <laughs> yeah that'd be so crazy um but uh this is when he kind of he's a little creepy here because he's he's looking through the telescope he gets google google uh street views and then he stalks who we meet as Gwen, kind of. He sees her through her window, sees that she's putting on some earrings, mm-hmm. and he sees that she's right above an antique store. So we cut to the antique store where he's asking her for the earrings, and she goes, what earrings? And he goes, the ones you had on with the moon uh, shaped. And she's kind of like, um, we don't sell those No, here. that's a red flag, baby. <laughs> yeah. But she couldn't see it because that shit was black and white. So she Can couldn't see just, those red flags. She couldn't see the red flags. They were gray flags. <laughs> Can we just take a moment to discuss? So the telescope belongs to Larry's father, yeah, who claims to be looking at the stars. But like to look at the stars, it would have to be completely calibrated differently to where you couldn't see other people's windows. True. Like Larry's dad is a fucking pervert, just like Larry is. <laughs> Yeah, because if you yeah. think about it, if he would have went straight down, he would have been seeing ants. Exactly. Like it would have been like super zoomed in at the at the ground. They're a family of motherfucking crazy people. Uh, I mean, Claude. So Claude Rains plays his dad, who he also played the Invisible Man. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um. It. Yeah. It's funny that you bring that up because it's kind of like um they they're men they're white men with power and money so yeah. they're getting away with everything in and, that town. and that motherfucker didn't even have to change it he was like exactly at her window like and he, it's but it's not ironic the way that he creepily pursues gwen is there's no irony it's just embraced that it's yeah. okay for this man to be looking in her window mm-hmm. and she's supposed to be like cute about it yeah. yeah, and I'm assuming that's like looked at like back in the day, like oh he's so romantic, he went in yes. and chased her. Yeah, you know because so, this scene also doesn't end in a very like great way. No, so I have a question for my listeners, our listeners, even your listeners, Ricky. If y'all have any grandparents that were alive back in 1941, <laughs> did they find this romantic? I want to know <laughs> because times have changed a lot, a lot. <laughs> um, well, this did this scene. He finds the cane, the famous cane with the wolf head, silver head on top of it, right? Yeah, this is where she like kind of like, he's like, if I can't buy earrings, then I guess I'll buy a cane. So she's kind of like, hey, yeah, pick one. Just get the fuck out of here, please. <laughs> <laughs> and 
so he notices that there's a pentagram on top and they kind of st- explain the lore, right? Mm-hmm. We're just like, oh, someone that's marked with this. Yeah. So she says, this is when we start hearing this damn poem that we hear, which I do like. I'm just, you know, it's kind of funny. We hear like 50 million times <laughs> in this movie. Um, Even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when a wolf bane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. Yeah. So she throws some rhymes in there, mm-hmm. a couple bars, and <laughs> he's like, fuck it. I'll buy it. And then he asked her out on a date. So right? yeah, he's like, "Oh, can I take you out tonight?" Because uh, she says something. Oh, because the uh, the come. Yeah. So she's like, "Oh, uh, he's 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 never had his fortune told, or he hasn't had it told in a while." So he's mm. like, "Let's go out tonight and get our fortune yeah. told. I'll pick you up by eight. <laughs> I don't care if you say no. I'm picking you up at eight. Yeah. And like, she's like, "No, no, no, no. You can go. You know, like, don't worry about it. I'm not gonna be. A, don't. I'm not going with you." And he's like, "No, no, no. I, I'll be here. You know, yeah. I'll be here at eight. But we cut to, I just love that we cut to nighttime. She walks out like, and I'm, and I told Jonathan's like, well, she's going home. I'm like, Jonathan, she lives upstairs. There's no reason for her to go outside. That's true. And she's trying to avoid this van. She could have just stayed in the house. But and she she's goes looking out, out there like, she's like, huh? I hope there's no man here at eight o'clock to pick me up. <laughs> he shows up. <laughs> out of nowhere like I told you bitch I'm and, here <laughs> and then he's like so we go now and she's like no and he's like oh I see you put on the earrings and I'm like so you fucking you you also gaslighting him oh my <laughs> god she's a complete slut <laughs> like I, it's so fun and this was I love this so much like it's like girl but she did activate a trap card she did she said she sure did reverse <laughs> Jenny <She> brought, Jenny <laughs> like a Jerry Springer episode Jenny from the back come over <laughs> she's been listening the entire time yeah so we're introduced to her friend Jenny who also wants to get her fortune told but he's like fuck it the more the merrier yeah oh my gosh uh, como se dice uh, how did Jennifer Tilly say it menage toi <laughs> I was like, in case you try to kill me, it's like nowadays you got, you know how I share my location with you. Yeah. So if I go on a date, you know where I'm at, just yeah. in case. That that was back in the day, sharing locations. You just yeah, brought the person with me. If I have my best friend call me at like eight thirty, and <laughs> oh, oh, I I have to go. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Lie. I'm I can't get a date to save my life. No, oh, stop it. We'll take you out. We'll yeah. take you out All on right, a date. babies. Let's have fun. <laughs> um, it's so funny. I used to text my, my friends. I used to be like, "Please call me right now. I need to get out of something." <laughs> oh no! That's so funny. Yeah, you uh, couldn't act it out. Like, oh my god, just no, act it. No, no. I mean, I've, I've never done that. I feel act- bad. I'm a good actor, but only one take though. No one more than one take. One take. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm from back in 1920s. That's how we did one tape. Yeah, but Carlos, you don't need that excuse anymore because you got yourself a man now. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's so exciting. Now, Frankie, go listen. Like, damn. So that's why you, your friends be calling you. You have to leave early because uh. <laughs> you had an emergency. I never, I never did that to him. I will admit, I never did that to him. Um, no, but then we, as they're walking over, this is when they see the wolf bane mm-hmm. and they recite the poem again. They're like, hey, that poem from earlier, just don't get it don't through forget your head. It. This <laughs> is a wolf movie. Um, um, and I will say, as much as I'm making fun of it, I do, I did love this movie a lot. It's just, yeah, this is part of the podcast. The though. podcast, we're just, we're just talking. Oh, That's yeah. it. Absolutely. Wait, did we mention that the fortune, are we, we, we are we not saying the G word? The fortune oh. tellers are in town. 
the yeah, fortune, the fortune teller. I will. Yeah, I. You I, know, yeah, we I, did I mention. Learned that, I learned yeah. that recently that that's not a good word, and I was like, "Oops." Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, we shouldn't be saying that. The fortune tellers. I apologize. Great, fams. The Romanian. Yeah, they have travelers are yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> are in town. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, Jenny goes to get her fortune read by Bella Goosey, who also was who plays Bella. He yeah. just plays himself. But honestly, he kind of kills it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like, he for does. such a small role he has here, he mm-hmm. kind of kills it. He's and I do excellent. Say, yeah, I do want to say something about his role in, like, five minutes. Um, yeah, so then Larry and Gwen go off. They kind of disappear into their cell. This is where he kind of admits to her, like, hey, I'm not a fortune teller. I kind of saw you through, like, a telescope. And, you know, I thought I'd go say hi. Oh, Jesus. And she's like, oh, you are weird. Yeah. But I also, oh. but she doesn't also say, hey, I'm engaged. That's true. I was gonna say like, that she's, out. she's not mad about it. She not got a as whole mad ass as she man. should be. She got a whole ass man at home, and I'm like, I know for damn sure back in 1940, y'all had nothing better to do because there was no technology. <laughs> so I know for damn sure you were always either with your partner or you were working. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's where true. is your man at? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he was doing. We do find him out. We find out who he is. Yeah, we do get to see him. So, um. Uh, as uh, Jenny's Be- getting uh, Be- her yeah, fortune. Bella's reading her, uh, Jenny's fortune. She he does say that the the left hand sees the past, past and, the and the right hand, hand is the future. the future. And he so, looks at his right hand, uh, her right hand, and she, we see the pentagram on her right hand. Then we kind of see it on his forehead. We kind of don't know what's going on with that just yet. He tells her to fucking run. Yep. Like Shorty and Scary Movie said, run, bitch, run. That's what he told her. <laughs> and, and she immediately is like, okay, I'll just leave. Yo, she, I was like, girl, you could have just ran like confused, but no, she turns it from zero to a hundred <laughs> real quick. And I appreciate her for that dramatic as reading. Well, I mean, if, if, if someone comes up to you like, you need to run, you're gonna run. Like, no. I would be looking at him confused. What are you talking about? <laughs> But she does run and he looks very like distressed. Yeah, distressed. Um like something's about to happen to him, but then eventually he ends up a wolf ends up murdering her. Ends up being him. I so this is what I want to say. It's kind of funny how he you know, we talked about how he went try to go for this role but didn't get it. But he still got to play like a wolf. And in Dracula, he t- technically turns into a wolf oh i mm-hmm. guess that's true yeah we don't really see it but he did we kind of see it here yeah yeah so my point is this is dracula this <laughs> <laughs> is the same time life <laughs> he just decided to become a fortune teller he got tired of the bullshit <laughs> and, and his name is bella yeah they don't change his name and bella played dracula dracula is bella and bella is drac is a wolf What's up? It Loka? just adds up. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't even question about it. It adds up. Speaking of Bella, you want to see my bookmark I found from like high school? Oh my god! Ricky, Ricky, look, look. Can you see it? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> that is not the Bella that I'm interested in talking about today. <laughs> if you're not watching on YouTube, he just showed me a fucking Twilight bookmark. It's from high school. I found it while I was uh-huh. moving shit. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed to know you. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's not true. It's not true. Team, team Jacob. Team Jacob. <laughs> Okay, so worst design for a werewolf because mine I have I would have to say Twilight because they were just straight up dogs. I guess if we have to count them, yeah, because they were lazy about it. Yeah, they were just big dogs. They're just Clifford. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ricky, what do you think? 
Like, I mean, just I have to agree. You know, I mean, uh, when it comes to a werewolf, I I do want to see a wolf man or I want to see a beast. You know, mm-hmm, give me mm-hmm. give me American Werewolf in London or give me the wolf man. But I don't care to see someone turn into like an actual wolf. Uh, it's not it's yeah. just not as interesting to me, I suppose. Yeah. 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 I, you know, one of the ones I really prefer and I, I think I was talking to you about it today, maybe I, I don't even remember, but it was the ginger snap one. I forgot that it was like an actual beast. Yeah. And that one's a really cool one. I adore that movie. I mean, I think it's like comparing the menstrual cycle to the cycles of a werewolf Mm -hmm. is brilliant. You know, it's very, it's a great like female driven film. I always, I don't understand why the wolf beast has no hair. Yeah. I did find that weird. That like, is weird. It is naked. I, it is naked and bald. <laughs> She's like a know, little mole rat. I, I, now that we're on ginger snaps, but since we're on the topic, do if I remember correctly, wasn't it because she had like a mane? On her I head? think they do have she like did, a mane but then to make she, it look she, like she's female. Sure, but then when she becomes the full-on beast, there's just no. I, if I'm not mistaken, and it's been uh, like maybe two or three years since I've watched it again, I don't remember. There's no hair on it. Look, I'm not bitching. I love that movie, and I will always no, no, recommend no, 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 it. No, no, yeah, no. No, I get you it. have your own opinion. I mean, I get it, and yeah. I understand that. It's like, yeah, it's weird that it is a different take, which I I kind of appreciate it, mm-hmm. but it is weird that it's just a straight up like naked beast thing. Yeah, yeah. she's one of what's that? What's that breed? Uh, solo. Never mind. I forgot. <laughs> There's a a hairless dog breed. I just oh yeah, I used to have one, a hairless Mexican terrier or Sholo. His name was Sweetie Todd. Yeah. Oh, Sweetie Todd. That's cute. Um, He was a sweet dog. Um, so the dog or the werewolf, the wolf that attacks Bella Lugosi here is a German Shepherd, not a wolf. But uh, Cheney later on adopts it as his Mm. own, which is kind of like a wolf adopting a wolf. That's super sweet, actually. Mm -hmm. Did he adopt it like before the movie was filmed? I think during. Oh, during? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Because he beats his ass. Not the real dog. <laughs> not the real dog. <laughs> Bro, the way the way he's hitting that. Do- gonna, I mean, I'm you don't gonna, see the dog. He but. he did, he literally pulled a, a a Tommy Jarvis and was like, "Die, <laughs> die, die!" He, die. Dies. <laughs> he uses the silver, the-, <laughs> the cane with the with the silver wolf to yeah. And which I find that super interesting that it's like anything silver. Mm-hmm. You can just hurt it, which is actually really which cool. Then later on, I guess it like cements of just silver bullets. For some movies, but then some movies is just silver. Yeah, I, I believe was... silver. There's no silver bullets in this one, but I believe in the Mm-mm. sequel, Wolfman and Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. I think then they start using silver bullets. I'm oh. I might be wrong. Let me know if I'm wrong. I know. I, I want to watch that one so bad. I I'm seen pretty sure the fortune teller tells her, tells him that anything silver, and then she mentions silver bullets. She mentions the bullet. We just but don't get the bullet. Oh yeah, yeah. Then then they're like, oh f- fuck, we don't have bullets. But we do have a cane because she specifically after that says, or stick. Oh, silver true. stick. Gotcha. And I'm like, of course, because he has one. So we know what he's going to die by. Gotcha. The, <laughs> use of, the use of silver uh, is part of vampire lore as well. Some like some versions mm-hmm. choose to use it. Mm-hmm. Some don't. Yeah. I kind of get sad about it because, I'm, you know, sometimes I'm like, I'm a werewolf, but I wear silver. But it's like, I'm not supposed to. I, like, I, I wonder what's the extremity. Like, can you wear silver? Or you just, but, what if okay. it touches you? Yeah. I used to date a guy. He was a spooky gay and I just was crazy about him. And he was allergic to nickel. So, like, he couldn't carry oh. coins in his pocket and, like, belt Whoa. buckles. He had to cover them in clear nail polish or he would, like, break out. Holy around shit. his waistline, but that just added to my attraction to him because I likened him to a wolf man. 
<laughs> he was fucking That's crazy. Kind of hot. Kind of awesome though. Yeah, kind of hot. Yeah. I would be like, there's those red play? flags that we were talking about earlier, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I dated a I dated a I, witch. <laughs> from the, up north you and with yeah that's true but no she was like legitimately like hey i'm gonna take about two hours to practice practice a spell and then she would send me pictures of like salt in a circle or whatever i don't i, I don't know much about it i just go okay babe have fun you know <laughs> but uh i remember she was like i'm doing a love a uh, love uh spell mm-hmm. is there something you want me to like do and i was like i don't know just enjoy yourself a week later we broke up so I don't know. If, oh no! If she wished that, or if like it went wrong, because <laughs> I have no was, idea. Was this before of... the pumpkin stabbing or after? This is before, way before the pumpkin stabbing. That's why pumpkin you haven't stabbing. had any luck. Oh, <laughs> that's why you have not had any let's, luck. Let's add to the lore. <laughs> so I was dating a girl that we ended up breaking up, and we, break, we interrupt this program let, to bring you Jonathan's j- past. Jonathan's sorry. My, my past. Sorry. <laughs> So I dated this girl. We dated for like a month, I think. And then like we ended up breaking up and I thought we were fine. Like it was like, I mean, obviously like we weren't, it wasn't very mutual, but like it just kind of was like, Hey, I'm not happy. And she was like, okay, I don't want you to be unhappy, whatever. Anyways, months later passed and my friend still had her on Snapchat and she apparently on November 12th of whatever year. That's the day we met. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine this. She posted a picture of a pumpkin, like a giant pumpkin, out of season. I guess it's still in season, I guess. But writes my name really big with Sharpie and then starts stabbing it with a giant knife. All on Snapchat, starts stabbing it and then tosses it off a balcony. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. And my and friend. She was come- a witch too? No, that this one wasn't a witch. Oh, it was like, like, is this, that some spell so, also and a death threat? <laughs> I think she was just crazy. This was after God, the witch. So did you now do it to her? I swear to God, I didn't do anything. I, I was literally like, at that point, I was like, did I do something wrong? Like, she should have just told me. Like, I, I feel like I could, I'm a nice guy. But then my friend told me, like, hey, Jonathan, like, I'm afraid. Like, she's going to try something. I'm like, I'm not that afraid. I'm fine. But. Then she, like, I guess got embarrassed about it. And, like, she knew that my friend saw it. And she was like, oh, I know you're going to say something about it. So I didn't mean it like that. I, I'm not crazy. And I was like, you know what? Just If you have to tell get someone you're not life. crazy. <laughs> yeah, you lost that battle already. She's a star. <laughs> I was just like, look, just get away from my life. And that's it. Like, yeah. you do whatever. That's really yeah. funny. That makes a lot of sense now. Um <laughs> So that was the pumpkin stabbing story. Yeah. So after, yeah, okay, that makes and that's sense. when I met Carlos. <laughs> so imagine. Oh, we've been in love ever since. <laughs> um, where are we? <laughs> so he beats his dog up. Okay, 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 okay. The dog okay. is dead, and then the he wolf. gets yeah, and then he gets bitten. Yeah, gets taken home, and then when um. Paul, another wow, Paul. Hi, Paul again. Paul. We had a Paul. We recorded our Friday the Thirteenth episode yesterday, and there was a Paul in that movie. Yeah, and it's Paul from uh, Scared Gay. Hey, Paul. shout outs. Right, right, right. <laughs> Love those boys. Yes. Um. So he's he he's investigating Twiddles with him. They're asking him to write everything down. They find Bella's body. They find the cane. Bella was beaten in the head, and then Jenny was obviously bitten in the neck so yeah she did as fuck someone killed bella but definitely an animal 
<laughs> Definitely an animal killed uh, Jenny. Yeah. So so they're investigating uh, Larry. Yeah. And he's just like, nope, I beat up a man mm-hmm. or a wolf. There was no man there. You can't tell me that I beat up a man. I swear to God, I saw that. Yeah. And they kind of went, okay, he doesn't seem okay. Let's just give him some time and then leave. And that's pretty much what they do, right? Yeah, so then the Dr. Lloyd, Paul, and Sir John are kind of sitting around talking about the incident, trying to figure out what happened. And then kind of Sir John is kind of like, well, Bella and... Um, uh, Jenny. Je- not Jenny. Uh, Gwen. Wow, the wolf man. Oh, Larry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, John and the... Uh, Bella and the wolf... And Larry <laughs> were probably trying to help Jenny, but then... Through all the excitement and all the chaos, Bella Polly died ex- in an in accident. Some accident, mm-hmm. which I'm like, what kind of accident leaves you with a throat? Like your throat is like somewhere else. <laughs> They're well, like Jenny, oh. but not or Bella. Sorry. It's Bella's. Oh, yeah, because yeah, he that's got true. he got his head bashed in. Yeah, it's I hit him on accident. It happens. <laughs> like I'm sorry. So this is when we cut to the night. I think it's the that same morning. Bella's body's being taken to like the crypt. Mm-hmm. This is when I I was kind of telling I was trying to figure out what the meaning of this scene kind of is, where his um Maleva comes out and sh- the priest is trying to tell her like hey you should have a proper funeral and she says no, the pagans or something, what we do is fine, and I was kind of telling him this is kind of like I feel like initiating like kind of like throwing, it's like like uh, like I'm trying to forcing be, Christianity. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm trying. I'm trying not to hit in a like not disrespectful way. That's okay. But, like, <laughs> but it's like throwing religion on someone that doesn't want it. Where you were, how you were, um, were telling me about the the star with the Jews and the Nazis. Yeah. How they kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the story. I mean, uh, Kurt's uh, so, so uh, what's his last name? Sodmac. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, so he pretty much. I do have a quote in here. Um, he wrote about the observations of the Nazis, kind of rising in power um so he kind of wrote the star as like this uh star of david kind of the same symbolism um and he does have a really cool quote um it says i was forced into a fate i did not want to be a jew in germany the swastika represented the moon when the moon came up the man doesn't want to murder but he knows he cannot escape it the wolf man's destiny and I, I love that because I do feel, especially later in the movie, is that once you're marked with that, like it's it's like the Nazis, unfortunately, that's how they pretty much tricked uh, Jewish people to mm-hmm. kind of expose themselves pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I do can't I can't see the, the tragic past that he kind of had. He wrote and it's almost like he was writing how people perceive them as more than like what he was experiencing. Yeah. And I, I do find that super interesting that this Wolfman has so much fucking depth mm-hmm. and I, it made me appreciate it way, way more. Yeah. And I, think, I, I do think, think I mean, if we think we just talked about how they were concerned that Pearl Harbor would make people not want to see a horror film. And yet this movie was a success. I think it was Wes Craven who continuously said horror people see horror movies for catharsis. Right. To work through things. And I'm, I'm in no way belittling World War Two. I'm in no way belittling the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah. But this genre allows for a little bit of um, symbolism in places that other genres might not. And, you know, I think that I think that it stands in his, you know, his putting that in this story about his experience through mm-hmm. being Jewish in this time of, you know, this time of the world. Yeah, I one thing I I go to therapy, y'all. And 
<laughs> shout outs. Thing. Shout outs therapy. Yeah, no, go to therapy. It's good for you. Um, one, th- my therapist, she, I usually sometimes do because I sometimes do it through Zoom, and she's seen this room how it, you know, before we packed it up, and she's like, "How do you like all that?" And I, you know, I was like, "Hey, the, the like, it's kind of like what you said. I see horror because I could be going through worse things right now, but the people I'm watching, yeah, are getting murdered. Yeah, and it's not as bad as what I'm going through. So it's kind of like seeing like, yeah, kind of, like, I'm having a bad worse. day. It could be worse, but I'm not them. Yeah, like." That's how I see it. Um, yeah, and if you see someone survive it, you know, like it's I like think you, maybe that's why we love our final girls so much because that's yes. true. It's a little bit of hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's more yeah. than my therapist. My therapist said, "Oh, you like horror?" And she, I was like, "Yeah." He was like, just started writing shit down. I'm like, "Why? Why are you writing?" <laughs> I'm like, "What? <laughs> what are you writing there?" <laughs> yeah, let me see that. Oh. But I do, I do love that. That it, it's just that 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 little bit of symbolism that it has gives it so much depth. And I wonder if people even caught it back in the day. Like it was just like yeah. it's one of those things that like maybe people didn't see it that way, and because mm-hmm. it it is very like you, you can see it once you know the lo- the the story behind it. But like if you're just watching, you're not really gonna get that. Yeah. I would I yeah. I would think at least yeah. like I didn't get it the first time I watched it. Yeah, well, so and it's that, not that... just the star on the palm. Like, it's not just the pentagram on the palm. When you are bitten by the wolf, your scar turns into a star as well. Yeah. So that adds an entire another layer to this concept. That's very true. Which they kind of, later on, just start ignoring that symbol in a way. Um, In, in future mo- I know in American oh, World in London movie. has it, like, on the wall. Yeah. I like think kinda... I think in pop culture it started to symbolize Satanism and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and devil worship, which mm-hmm. uh, it, I don't. It was never intended to, and so I yeah. think they might have Hollywood started shying away from it a little bit. Yeah, which I'm like, no, show it. Yeah, maybe. Hey, Ryan Gosling, <laughs> he might he might be putting has a mark somewhere on his butt. I'll give him a mark. Oh, <laughs> okay, Ricky. <laughs> um. But yeah, this scene is, is I just saw that like the priest is trying to kind of throw his religion on her and like you should do it this way. And she's like, no, she sticks to her ground. She's we're going to do it the way we do it. And this is so, a very powerful scene, I would say. And she um, says goodbye to him. Yeah, here. says goodbye, leaves. And Larry's seen the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then he comes in and notices, oh, shit, it was a man. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. he is confused himself. And you see him kind of break down. And like, mm-hmm. it felt kind of powerful because from what we've seen right now, he's like the typical all-American man. Mm-hmm. And then you see him just kind of just break down for, yeah. for a second. And it, yeah. it felt, it felt I think like it's a lot. part of what makes this movie scary for the time that it came out, too, is that, like you said, all-American, he's a cis white male, and they were not typically portrayed as emotional creatures in films, yeah. especially at this time of war. Right. And yet yeah. we have him have a breakdown and he cries like this man is falling apart throughout the course of this movie and unraveling. There's a he's shunned by his community like he's not even welcome in his church later on yeah. in this film. And I think that for audiences, that is a scary idea. Right. Coming from yeah. good stock, being like a, a purebred kind of blue blood, you know, yeah. and then having this happen to him. That is scary to to the target audiences that movies were. And I were being I, made I, I for. Think- I can see that because as as a gay man and he knows this, I hate when I go somewhere and I feel like people are staring at me oh, for yeah. something and I'm like, what is on my face? Yeah, or, and- I get it. I am gay. 
stop staring. Yeah. Like, I, you know, and at first I was like, oh my God, like he gets so sensitive when people I look do. at it. But I, then, I don't like people staring. But then like the, I think the podcast has helped me like kind of like really experience or like learn about all these like different LGBTQ pl- uh, plus problems and everything that like, then I realized I'm like, yeah, you have already in your nature like that fear, like this motherfucker is probably judging me because I'm gay. Like it's, it's something that I never really even thought about until I started spending more time with you. And I'm like, damn, like, that fucking sucks that, like, someone has to worry, like, uh, about that yeah. 24-7. We don't just yeah. come out once in our lives. We have to come out sometimes every yeah. day. Like, when you get a new job, you're coming out mm-hmm. again. When I walk into a Walmart in Arkansas, I'm coming out to every motherfucker who's staring at me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I live in New York City. I'm in a bubble where everyone's gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's to go somewhere else. I mean, it it... It's just a different lived experience, right? Yeah. And I think that's why I kind of gravitated to this movie more. Yeah. Because you can kind of relate to it already. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this is one of my favorite scenes because it gets a little dramatic here. So <laughs> Jenny, Gwen is talking to her father about Jenny. <laughs> Jenny's mom shows up and Jenny's mom is trying to fight Gwen. Hey, bitch. What's up, bitch? Fuck my dick, she's bitch. Pretty much bl- <laughs> she's pretty much blaming her for the death of her daughter. But I'm like, Miss Jenny's mom. Your daughter was an adult. He a grown ass woman. I did not have to be watching your daughter. So why are you blaming me for this? Do I look like, like we I can... give a fuck? Because I don't. And I would have been like, Miss Miss Jenny's mom, we can square up right here, right now if you want to. Like it's not my fault. But then Wolfman comes to the rescue and he comes in like, who the fuck are you? And slams the door. It's like, oh no, he's gonna beat me. Yeah. So Miss Jenny was like, "Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We'll leave now." And she leaves real quick. But she was kind of brave to like, because he's also like, everyone knows that he's the one that killed uh, Bella, right? Yeah, At this point, yeah, yeah. You well, see, I would have came yes in with the no. cane. I would have came in with the cane. Like, <laughs> stop yelling at her. <laughs> you know, what's really funny that the cane is in a, the cane was a crime scene. Uh, they just gave it back to him. They gave it back to him. <laughs> yeah. Evidence just passed yeah. right back. Literally, <laughs> literally the murder weapon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the cops hasn't changed much. Eh? Who gave a fuck about evidence back in the day? It's like giving Jason his machete and being like, here you go, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Be good. Um, so Larry is a slasher, confirmed. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, Larry then goes to see Gwen. He's kind of, he's telling her what happened. Uh, and sh- this is kind of where she's kind of like you might also be confused. Yeah, like, you might be. It's kind of like what Sir John or Paul said earlier. He's in shock, so he's not thinking straight. He yeah. thinks he saw something, but he wasn't really there. Which I hate that. I, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I promise. <laughs> My God. pussy's gone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, um. So we, is this when we meet? Uh, we meet her fiance for the Frank, first time, uh, Frank, right? Yeah, he walks up with it with a cute little dog too. Walks my, up, what's up, my woman? I <laughs> love, I love. Hello, when the dog, the dog showed up, my dog squared up. My dog <laughs> ran to the TV and was like, "Roof!" Oh, no. And I was like, Char- "Charlie, chill. It's not, it's not, it's not a real dog." Charlie always, yeah. always the one right in front of the TV. Um, but this is when Larry and Frank meet. Yeah. And it's kind of awkward. I um I know that Frank worked for her for his dad, mm-hmm. so I don't know if he sees it as an intimidation, like a power play or a something pa- like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of like, oh, the guy that I work for or f- whose father I work for is going to take my woman, mm-hmm. like you know, more power, more money, yeah. Way. Um, and like he kind of is like, like 
they meet or whatever, Larry leaves and she, he immediately is like, don't you, you gotta be careful with him. He's tortured and he's a uh, demented person. And it's because of the, the murder. I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. T- times were different. They were a little dramatic. Back then. <laughs> I mean, let's, I go, mean, let's even... go back to the 1600s. Witches. <laughs> <laughs> Witches. So, yeah, I, I can see where he's coming from. He's yeah. just trying to protect his lady. Um, but He's also we, kind of a stud. Like, yeah. Oh, yes. He's and not he's a bad tall. looking dude. He's also tall. He's also Yo, tall. Is he hot or is he tall? Shout out to the short both. Like, <laughs> when it comes to Larry, the question, is he hot or is he just tall, stands. But, like, the fiance is both. No question. You know, <laughs> I'm very good at, like, okay, he's a handsome man. I don't see it with Larry. I think he's just tall. I think it's yeah. the quality. I think, um... I think he has a quality about him, at least in this film, that draws me into him. I think it's the way he carries himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Mm-hmm. So then Larry is. Uh, no, we're gonna we cut now to a fest, the festival, the, mm-hmm. the fortune tellers festival, where they're having fun. Is with the thing. Frank and Gwen are there. Larry shows up, and then Frank is like, "Hey, let's hang out with him, so you know that I'm not jealous." So they all hang out. It's a it's a it's a triple threat. If and Frankie and Frank only knew, Frank only knew that she went on a date with him already. I know this is juicy ass shit. <laughs> this is this is like when you like it's like someone cheats and then you just like have. I saw this clip. <laughs> I saw this clip the other day on Twitter, where I guess the guy was cheating on his wife with the realtor, but the realtor was trying to sell him a house. And I was like, oh, this is some juicy shit. That's some porno type shit, like. <laughs> Some Jerry Springer type shit. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, aside from we keep, I love this episode. We keep the great, we keep going away. But anyway, <clears throat> they're at the festival. They're having fun. They're playing like the shooting game. But then Larry, a wolf, kind of comes up to him for him to shoot, and he kind of freaks out about it. Yeah, he has like kinda, PTSD. Mm-hmm, kind of like symbolizing like, oh, he's turning. So he leaves. He stopped by my Leva, and she knows what happened, obviously, about her son. And this is where you kind of get more backstory about the lore of the wolf. Yeah, but he also murdered. hallucinates, right? He has that whole yeah. sequence where he starts seeing shit. The wolf's bane and wolves and and, so, Bella and So we know that this is the night that he transforms. Do you think that hallucination is part of the transformation? Oh. Kind of like how in uh, an American werewolf in London, he starts heating up and yeah, he gets like, a really burning. big headache and he's burning up. Do you think this yeah. is kind of like that same... Hmm. Same yeah, thing in a way. I think that mm-hmm. makes total sense. It's probably part of the process for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's cool as fuck, actually. Yeah. I think about, that's actually pretty badass. This is why I love watching movies twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then she lets him know that you turn by getting bit. That's how you become a werewolf yourself. She gives him the charm, which is the star, mm-hmm. and she's like, "If you wear this, you know." And my so this is my question about this this necklace because it doesn't ever come back and it's never really used in lore again. Where was the necklace supposed to keep him from turning or just slow down the process more? Because this doesn't really explain it. I have to say, like, it has to slow it down because he turns. Event, he like, still turns, but he, he offers but he to also, pay for it. Like, he tells her, I'll give you what it's worth, mm-hmm. and she won't take oh. money for it. She's, no. um... <sighs> but the thing is, it's not answered because he ends up giving it to Gwen, so we don't know what the necklace really... What the power but the is he wearing? He's not wearing it later when it, when he is the wolf no, man. No. no, because he after after he leaves Maleva, he, uh, and he is being followed by Paul still, or yeah, by Paul. He ends up giving it to Gwen because he runs into her and he says, "You keep this because it'll protect you." Yeah, and I'm like, motherfucker, 
you're supposed to wear it because you're the one transforming. He, he obviously her. wasn't listening. Yeah, but he, yeah. I mean, he gives it to her so that to keep her safe from himself. You know, guess, yeah. so maybe oh, if he had kept it for himself, then uh, you know things might have turned out yeah. differently. But that's that's when it, it's a little murky with the what the. I, I, we know what the scar will do, but with the with the necklace, like yeah. if the necklace was supposed to stop it for sure, because I want to say there there has to be a movie out there where there's some type of charm for a wolf that keeps them from turning completely. at all times, like completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I so what I do love in here is that immediately Maleva is like. Everybody, there's a wolf. There's a wolf over there, bro. She, she runs snitched and tells on his ass. Everybody, <laughs> like that's so fucked up. That's another thing. Um, Bella was a wolf. Y'all weren't acting like this. Yeah, because she was, was part a, of the was, crew. Was he a secret? He, he was, was working that night. Like, it's the autumn, <laughs> and you're letting him read people's fortunes. Right, like, girl, <laughs> you're letting him go to work like this. Right. Uh, um. The full moon. You should know better. Yeah, that's true. I I have a lot more questions. Let's just let's get through the movie first before I keep going. Um, (laughs) Don't forget. I will say I think it was Underworld where they have their they have them in chains. Yeah, they can't transform with the chain on. Oh yes, 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 yes. You're right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, I think that's what they were meaning by this, but they kind of just didn't go with it. Again, this is a movie that is establishing the rules as well. So it's like some rules. Maybe are a little weird. Oh, I don't. So, I don't mind when rules get murky. I mean, look at all these franchises. Yeah, Freddy movie. The, the, <laughs> mo- the movie right after it changed Ch- everything. Child's play. Chucky ends up having a fucking uh, Dembala thing, and he didn't have that in the first movie. <laughs> yeah, still love them. Favorite yeah. franchise. Anyways, so um, yeah. So all the fortune sellers start freaking out. They start leaving. This is when he kind of has this hallucination. It's a trippy montage. He goes home, and this is where he begins to transform. Mm-hmm. And we see the transformation through his legs, where they get hairier and hairier, and then he's a wolf. Yeah, it, and it's really cool because it's. I know they put a lot of layers of yak yak hair, mm-hmm. and they kind of like cut them to length, and then like singed it a little bit, so it kind of give it that like curly kind of hair look. Yeah. And I know it took hours, and he fucking hated it. Hated his face. Hated every single minute of it. Mm-hmm. And I know he had like a lot of like rivalry, I guess, because the makeup artist would like burn him a little bit just to yeah. like fuck with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this Damn, set like... was not a safe space. Like, no, everyone was fighting with each other. Bella wanted to play the wolf man and then he didn't get to. <laughs> Actually, um, uh, Long Cheney Jr. was real, real pissed at uh, Evelyn Anchor, who plays Gwen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he so he got fucked up one night and he trashed the universal lot like he made it cause a lot of damage so the universal studios took his dressing room away and gave it to evelyn anchor <laughs> and so okay. he started Good. calling her evelyn shanker because he felt like she shanked him in the back oh. Oh and he would God. sneak up on her in full makeup and like jump scare her from behind and he was really like pretty shitty to her he's so They're, petty like i mean he's probably fuck? like he's probably like girl i'm practicing for the final scene <laughs> this poor this poor woman there was a scene that's cut from the movie where the wolfman fights a live bear and mm-hmm. while they were filming it this bear ran away so they couldn't finish the scene but while it was running away it chased evelyn anchor up a ladder and she's like hanging Holy from shit. the light fixtures on this ladder and this bear's trying to get to her uh and so she was rescued and then after all that, they're filming the finale scene, the big fight sequence, and so she passes out, and she falls down on the ground, and there's fog covering the ground. Her direction was to stay on the ground while the battle's happening. The fog forced her to pass out, and everybody forgot about her. And so we have Evelyn Anker, the female lead of this universal picture, passed out on the ground in the fog. No one can see her until they 
just end for the they wrap for the day and the fog lifts and they find her on the ground passed out. Oh my god. This poor woman. Like this there was is a- not it. <laughs> like that's so rude. No. But no. No, I mean, the union would be taking much better character care of yes. these actors these days. <laughs> And the First bear would have been bringing, CGI. <laughs> exactly. A real bear. I think they were hoping that the, like, the no, bear will no, take I'm care kinda, of him. I'm kind of happy that didn't happen. I think it would have looked silly because I think I think the the scene was supposed to be just him as a man, not as a wolf. Oh, oh kind of like, huh? yeah, kind of like letting us know, like, oh, he's a strong man. Well, he's 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 um in like kind of like embracing his instincts. Oh, well, the gotcha. screenplay, the original screenplay was not going to be horror as much as a psychological thriller, and it was never going to show him turn into a werewolf. Mm-hmm. The, it was actually going to elude. By the end of the movie, you would not be sure if it was all in his head, or oh, okay. if he really was a monster. But you would never yeah. see a werewolf at all in the entire movie, and they decided the studio decided we need to rewrite this because people are going to want to see a wolf man. It's called and, the Wolf Man, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I and I wonder if the new one is going to try to play with that. But even then, they're going to have to probably show a wolf because people will be mad if oh yeah we go and see a wolf movie and there's no wolf in it. I mean, I personally would be mad. Yeah, I get I it. I mean, if Universal's too. remaking yeah. their classics like that, they're going to put a wolf creature in it. You yeah. know, like that's it's so iconic. Mm-hmm. That's what people want. Like, again, I don't mind if they take kind of a backseat, kind of like the Invisible Man did, where she's the main character and he's kind of the one around Yeah, I see it in a different her. perspective. Exactly. I don't wouldn't mind that, but he, I need him. No, no, no I mm-hmm. totally get that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so, yeah, yeah so we do his, have the transformation. And he is revealed in the forest. And I will say this is beautiful. Yeah, this shot is the, amazing. The fog, the forest, him walking through it. It's just so pretty to me and i love it yeah that's um, one thing about like noir filmmaking that it's i fucking adore because it is black and white y'all only got two shades of colors y'all can work with mm-hmm. but they somehow make it look so pretty to the point where like nothing seems murky nothing blends in mm-hmm. like the, the the trees are perfectly a really dark black color but the then you got all the fogs and the mist and everything and it's all so evenly lit and then hit his even himself he doesn't he you can see all the details at the same time mm-hmm. and i love the reveal just he looks so fearful but also like terrifying at the same time yeah, and it's just so eerie him walk, like yeah. kind of stalking through the forest yeah this like, movie gets a lot of praise for its atmosphere i just i it it's the world that i <laughs> I wish the world looked like this. Like, I want to be walking... <laughs> I want to walk through a Roger Corman horror movie at all times. <laughs> that would be so awesome. <laughs> Gothic and dripping in fog. Uh, the set for this forest is one was one of the largest sets ever constructed at the time. It took up, if I understand correctly, the entire, like, lot that they were... Or the entire, like, studio warehouse that they were filming wow. in. That's, wow, that's, that's awesome. That's, yeah, to that's give cool. them all of that depth with the trees. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it the didn't use feel of like color in black and white was very specific. Like that's why Frankenstein was painted green, because it would make him the right shade shade of gray on on a black that and white sense. camera. Like in Psycho, sense. they used chocolate sauce as blood because it would mm-hmm. show up better, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. And honestly, I didn't even think it didn't look like a set. It legit looked like they yeah. were just on a forest. Like mm-hmm. it looks really impressive. Yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, but he does kill a grave digger at the in this scene where I'm I, I guess it's speculated that he was actually doing Jenny's this is where Jenny was being buried. Oh yeah. Um and then he kills him. Mr. Twiddle hears the howling. This is when they go investigate and they find the man dead and already it was a, the same injury in the jugular. Mm. Um I do he, have a question. When he transformed does he have a dog dig or like a normal dig? <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I've, I'm just wondering. Ricky, I saw Wolf Cop. I was yeah. going to say, uh, <laughs> watch Wolf Cop and you will have the answer to this question. What did you think of Wolf Cop? Uh, super campy. Fucking hilarious. It's really funny. Yeah. And does that answer I, my question? It, well, the, yes, it's, because it's a wolf go, dick. It's a wolf dick because he goes to the bathroom. And I was not expecting this scene. <laughs> no one like, is. No one is. It just happens. And then, you have to, and then you have to live with it in your mind for the rest of your life. <laughs> yes, oh. he, spoiler alert for Wolf Cop. He's taking a piss and it turns into blood. And I was like, oh, mm. I kind of remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> I only say and that because I... Cause I <laughs> I'm anemic and I ended up in a hospital for yeah, a week and I was almost, losing blood like crazy. I got he was almost sick. not in the podcast. Oh I my been, God. Yeah, I know. It was a tragic story. I just make fun of it now. But yeah, he starts peeing blood and then we see we see Dick. And I was like, ooh. As like finally horror movie showing Nick because it's always the women. The gays gays. The gay gays. The gay and gays. The dick rips off and it turns into a wolf dick. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. What happened? It happens so fast. It's fast. Yeah. Like you can't look away because it, by the time you realize what you've seen, it's already happened. Yep. What the fuck? And then there's a fucking sex scene with him as a wolf. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> what movie is this? Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop. There's oh, also Jesus. Wolf Cop 2, which I yeah. also recommend. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, uh, so so dog dick, pretty much. Yeah, That's dog. what he has right now as a wolf. Lipstick yeah. and everything, yeah. Anyway. I just it, we I have to bring that topic up in every Universal Monster. This episode is, <laughs> what is this dick like? so crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, so we cut to the next morning mm-hmm. where there are muddy footprints leading all the way to his bedroom. He awakens. He's trying to smear them away. He, we see now that he does have the mark of the wolf man. Mm-hmm. Um, outside, Paul is kind of investigating, so he's kind of like, "Oh shit!" And then. He goes downstairs to his father. His father lets him know that the gravedigger Richardson was murdered. Um, this is when they kind of talk more of the werewolf. The dad kind of lets him know it's all folklore. It's all legend. It's all it's kind of an expression. He does say a line that says the good and evil in every man's soul. In this case, in this case, evil takes shape of an animal. Yeah. Um, that's so every it's like we were saying earlier or you were saying earlier, every country or every ethnicity has a their own lore of a kind of a wolf yeah werewolf um which is really interesting and then his dad is kind of trying to comfort him here because his his dad doesn't want to believe that he's like turning into a wolf they kind of just think he's going crazy yeah which i mean i get it i I would (laughs) i I would be like motherfucker you just insane like that's it (laughs) yeah this is when we cut to the church scene where he shows up and everyone is staring at him. Like, so and th- rude. But th- this is the shit that I mean, and it's happened. Like, it's happened to me. Like, why Why are you looking at me? What, can I help you? I would, honestly, if I was him, I'd, woof, woof, woof. <laughs> I'd, I'd walk around just growling. But here's the thing. It's like, are they looking at him because they think he murdered the man, or are they looking at him because he hasn't been around in 20 years? So this is a small town. He's also kind of a stranger. I mean that's true. Mm-hmm. I, I mean I would say the murder probably stands I mean, yeah, out the, mur- yeah, the most. Well, and it's it's his father sitting in the front row, and his father sees everybody shun him, and his father doesn't advocate for him. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Which is it's sad. And so Larry turns around and leaves church, which at that time, yeah, so it's a kind deal. of a big deal showcasing yeah. somebody essentially turning their back on God. Right. That's yeah. very true. Um, fun fact, the steps to this church were also used in the uh, horror movie, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. From oh. years, be- years before. Okay. 
What were you going to say? I thought that was only a cartoon. Oh. Well, sorry. well, it's a classic uh, Victor Carlos. Hugo novel, <laughs> and uh, it it's another it's another like early horror creature movie that you should see. It's it's another he was another one of my favorite horror figures. Kind of the tragic, def- I just felt deformed as a gay child. You know, I felt like something was no, really it, wrong with me. So, mm-hmm, I get um, that. Mm-hmm. It, it's a it's another classic, definitely worth watching. Do you know Little Mermaid is not? Shut the fuck up! I'm just saying, you know, Shut it's not an animated movie. But I know that. Okay, I just and she can I, be any race she wants to be. <laughs> exactly, we stand her. <laughs> I just want to make sure. <laughs> I may or may not have seen an illegal clip of a fish woman singing a song about wanting to live somewhere else, and it's fucking beautiful. She does such a great uh-huh. job, and I can't wait for people to see it because she's so the, it's know. beautifully animated. She sound or beautifully filmed. She sounds gorgeous. She looks incredible. And mm, I, I cannot wait. Yeah, I cannot wait. I I know that clip was shown at a convention. It was not shown anywhere else. The trailer release did not was not that long either. So I've I'm seen like, the clip. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I seen a I seen the little bootleg version of it. Um, <laughs> and I cannot wait for them to release a full trailer. And I'm like, this movie comes out in May. It is January. It is time that y'all yeah. release an actual trailer. I'm Please surprised because it was I, just a teaser, right? Okay, yeah. again, we're going to go on a tangent. I cried, legitimately cried when she was singing that song. Like, it brought tears to my eyes because yeah. it just sounded beautiful. Well, She's and there's a moment, prince. I She's won't spoil it because it's so powerful, but they make a choice cinematically during this that, like, broke me. I shed a tear as well. I got to mm. say, though, Ursula is my favorite Disney character. She's my girl, and I love Melissa McCarthy. I believe in her. If I was not asked to play the role, I'm glad that she was. <laughs> but if they fuck yeah. that character up, and if they try to make us feel sorry for her, like they're doing with all of the Disney villains I, these days, I, I'm going to be real disappointed. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I just have a feeling that's what they're going to yeah, do. Unfortunately. To not scare the kids away, but I'm like, Ursula is evil. That's why I love Ursula. Make her evil. It's just she's she's in uh, sim- not sympathetically evil. Yeah. Like she's just she's evil. Everybody knows that. Like it's part of yeah. her charm and her personality. But Maleficent is is the evil, the most evil of them all, allegedly. Yeah. And they yeah. fucking, you know what? If you want to hear more about my me complaining about Disney villains being sympathized, <laughs> listen to my podcast because I actually profile <laughs> Disney villains every so often. Yeah. Uh, Maleficent listen, drops in two weeks. <laughs> I listen to those, and I and I. It's an yeah. hour of me just bitching about what Disney has done, <laughs> neutered our villain, yeah. spaying no, and I, neutering them left and right. I, I I hope I hope that'll make us feel bad for her at the end or some bull. Like Ariel's like, you know what? We we're gonna be best. No, I want to see her get impaled like, by a fucking ship. Yup, yup. <laughs> I want to see that, and I also need to keep singing. Yeah, yes. that's true. I need that. Yes. No, that oh. trailer re- made me realize how many friends I had to delete from like my, my social medias because I was oh, like, yeah. I I went, I'm like, wow, I did not know y'all really this bigoted. Like, she's I a fucking mythical it. creature. She yeah, like- <laughs> bro, it's not scientifically proven that she can be black. On, she's a mermaid. Mermaid. <laughs> can we just ignore everything? She's a mermaid. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't understand this. Yeah, but there are no uh, werewolves in the Little Mermaid. Uh, I noticed. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be the, this is gonna be your longest episode. This is turning into one of my episodes. Where <laughs> that's fine. I love it. I love that it. That is fine. We I'm did. having fun. So it's I okay. listen to these at work, and I'm just cracking the fuck up. Like, oh man, I, it's fine. Um, no, but yeah, we 
we cut to the, the, the church happened. Oh, we cut to the men sitting around. Mm-hmm. They reveal that they caught a paw print, which I think it would have been really cool if we see that if they would have seen that the paw prints turn into human feet as they're following them. Oh, that oh. that is cool. That was like, oh, there's a person, and then they, they just disappear. No, or like, oh, there's an animal, and now there's a person. What happened? Call Ryan oh. Gosling. Tell them to do that. <laughs> okay, d- I, give me one second. I'll give them a call. Real I hope. Quick. I hope they. I hope they do that. Like that would be really because we already know it's him. So it's like, if you're remaking it, we Minus, know certain things. Just yeah. change it up. Yeah, we yeah, don't need cool. like every little mm-hmm. detail. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. do something different. Do what Evil Dead 2013 did. Yeah. Um. So. <clears throat> Yeah, they see the paw print. This is when Larry shows up and he's like, it's a wolf. And they're like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, he's a wolf. And <laughs> Dr. Lloyd, um, they, they still, they, you know, this is when they're like, okay, you just, you're just a little crazy. Um, he believes that the mind can play tricks on you, that they're still playing on the, you just saw things. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, they're kind of playing with like this, like shock therapy. Which I don't know if, because he's kind of like, should I get shock therapy? Like, am I really going crazy? Which, but the thing yeah. is, it's like, are you talking about shock therapy as electricity? Because in the remake, they throw him in ice water, and that's his shock therapy. Oh, like, oh, like oh, you mean that kind of shock? You like mm-hmm. that kind of? So it's shock. like, what are y'all talking about? No, that's definitely some conversion <laughs> therapy type shit. Like, and that, that's, that, that's definitely another what thing. Where I'm like, yeah, that kind of. Well, because those sorts of therapy were often used on queer people, yes. like mm-hmm. to or you know to turn them straight right and yeah, so if yeah. we look at the wolfman as a queer sort you know this otherness or this like you're doing something wrong let's behave let's fix the behavior yeah mm-hmm. yeah but you know what i like that his dad is not really forcing it either his dad is kind of like no no you don't i don't think you need that you just need to go kind of just relax and kind of rest yeah mm. which i was kind of like oh if you see it as a queer lens it's kind of like dad accepting his son's thinking he's going crazy mm-hmm. um or as a queer lens, his son that you know his... he does—he's not accepting himself. Mm-hmm. He feels abnormal. But the dad accepts him, and I'm yeah. like, relatable. Yeah, My dad accepting. It's like the know? dad. Yeah, he wasn't. You know, whatever relationship they had prior to the movie, like obviously wasn't that great. But it but was then forgiven. It's anymore. almost like he's like trying to be there now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, sorry. Oh yeah. So this is when we cut to the next night where he has escaped. Or he's outside and he we see that the men are setting up bear traps, but then he falls into a bear trap himself. Yeah. Um and, and then this is when Maleva yeah. saves him, right? Maleva saves him. She kinda transforms him back, saying some words to him, which I don't know if that was what they were going for, or he just transforms back up because of the pain. Mm. Um but he some men see him and they're like, Why are you out here? And he's like, Oh, I'm just helping you guys out. I'm just looking for the animal myself as he lips away. No feet, no no shoes. <laughs> I'm like, it's dark. They don't see anything. (laughs) It's funny because they have dogs and the dogs don't really react to him either. You would think they would react. That's a good point, right? Because the fiance's dog. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That's true. So I don't know. Maybe they just forgot about it. It's these little things. that's kind of like, oh, you guys kind of forgot. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, he runs back into town where he's going to go tell Gwen, I got to go. And you can't come with me because I'm dangerous. And she goes, let me go with you. Fuck the man I have. And he and Frank's just in the living room, like just with his dog, just chilling. <laughs> She'll come back to me. <laughs> she loves me, right? It's when just I heard like that a cuckolding relationship. He gets <laughs> off on watching her run off with another Wolf man. man. <laughs> yeah. Such a strong man. <laughs> he uh, actually has an attraction to him a little bit. Yeah. So he kind of just runs off 
Um, and because he sees that she has the mark on her hand, mm-hmm. so he's like, "Oh shit, you're next." Yeah. Um. So he, that's, yeah, he freaks out and leaves. He goes to his father, where he admits what he did to uh, Bella that he was a werewolf. The dad still doesn't really believe him. The dad then later on goes to his room. He ties him to a chair so he can look out and see the men hunting for the animal, which this scene would have also been a lot better if they did play with the moon and we see the moon here. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They just couldn't get shots of the moon or what happened, maybe. Yeah. But I think it would have been really interesting that he's exposed to it. And that's what's that's what's causing it for me. Because it does feel kind of random, like how this movie just he just transforms sometimes and then he doesn't. Yeah. Because Bella also just transformed out of the the poem that they recite a few times says when the autumn moon is bright. Yeah. In future in future Wolfman movies, it would change to when the moon is full and bright. So they move Mm -hmm. away from this only happening randomly during the autumn to a, a definitive this is a full moon occurrence yeah so it's kind of instead of like one season it's every month when the moon is full yeah gotcha. yeah because i guess it's like once autumn is over the then that's it, it it's just he's fine for the whole year gotcha mm-hmm. kind of okay. like how billy's fine until christmas oh okay okay <laughs> there you go <laughs> um and michael well yeah but anyways yeah so he ends up eventually uh turning into the wolf again uh, Maleva and Sir John kind of have a confrontation where it's very, it's very like, she's, she's like, well, you can't, you kind of have to kill your son. He's like, no, I don't. Yeah. And it, they kind of confront each other, but he's also really macho man. So he's not stepping down from her, but she's not stepping down from him. And I'm like, I like this energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So then he runs off as Gwen is looking for him. He stalks her. He attacks her. And then the dad saves her. The way he drops her, though, I it'll always get a laugh <laughs> out of me. Just completely oh, dismisses her. Goes, <laughs> it's, pre- oh, it's, kind, it's kind of brutal. I mean, yeah, it, it's, yeah, yeah. it's scary because he just turns and drops her on the ground. And then that's mm-hmm. the scene where she passed out in the fog. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. She probably hit her head hard and she, yeah. to, she did not Seriously. tell the press that. Um, yeah, but the dad fights him off. He beats him with the stick. And then it's revealed that that was his son. Mm-hmm. And... Frank shows up and you know hugs Gwen and Gwen's not even like oh Frank she's more like Larry <laughs> no Larry and cut cut that's faded black and that's completely the movie that's, a very abrupt ending I mean the American World of London was the same way which yeah kind of funny that's yeah. true the, actually the ending of, of London is very effective though because it goes from utter chaos to this touching moment where Alex is like, oh my God, it is you. Wait, don't kill, you know, like we can work through this. And then he's just shot and then it's over, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it leaves you like empty. You're like, what the yeah. fuck just it's happened? It's kind of gut wrenching. Uh, in uh, these universal movies, they do end real fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All I mean, of them. Th- I will say this one had a better ending than Dracula. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. If y'all <laughs> listen to our Dracula episode, then now I can say that because I know I said these way backwards, <laughs> the way they were dropping. Um, Dracula. Sir, why the fuck were you asleep? <laughs> Heavily asleep. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna get into no. it again. But hey, listen, have you guys seen the Bram Stoker's Dracula with Anthony Hopkins and Keanu Reeves? No, I haven't seen. I've seen, I've seen. I've seen Sam Nielsen's Dracula. Right, 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 right. So <laughs> check. I for a better representation of the book and what the story is. I love the classic black and white Bella Lugosi Dracula, but you really should see the one from the '90s. I think okay. you'll really, I think you will both really adore this movie. It's fucking gorgeous. Okay, okay. I'll definitely check, I'll that, check out. that one out. I'll check that one out because 
I that that one didn't do it for me. I I really couldn't get into Dracula. I just couldn't. I tried. I really tried. I just couldn't. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. yeah. I like I said in that episode, Dracula definitely got me because I fell asleep in a couple parts and I was like, "Fuck, I have to get up." And yeah. I yeah. I rewatched it because. Um, and I just don't. I don't like the way he was just. He was just murdered, <laughs> like off, off screen. Yeah, like I was just like, okay, Mr. Mo, powerful vampire. <laughs> But <laughs> anyways, the Wolfman. That is the Wolfman. <laughs> All right. So like we do in every movie, we do like to read reviews from Letterboxd, you know, because uh, motherfuckers out there like us yeah. be enjoying films or, you know, if they enjoy it, if they hate it, something we find funny, we'll mm. share it with you guys. So Ricky. It- oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Ricky. Would Ricky. you like to go first? Sure. Uh, my five star review is... I prefer my Wolfmen to be men. <laughs> Beautiful set design. <laughs> and I would have to agree. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, I got a, a one-star uh, new title. Tall guy with stalker tendencies gets bitten by Bella Lugosi and goes woof woof. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's the one I picked, too. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> yeah. That is such oh a good God, one. Oh my God, that's the one I picked. <laughs> Do we get a prize? Yo, hell yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Menage a trois. <laughs> uh, On camera. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's for the OnlyFans cut. Yeah, great. Um, so my, my five star is this movie simply perfect from start to finish. It flows incredibly well and it's perfect for a late, late night October watch. Yeah. I will say the pacing is very good. It, it's pretty straightforward. It's just like I said, I just, when I say It's a tight like Jonathan, 80 minutes. Like it's not yeah, long. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like I said, like when I sit here with Jonathan, I just sit here to talk shit about the movie. Yeah. We but, just, but talking. I also enjoy them. Like, yeah, yeah. It is, it was fun. And honestly, I did enjoy this one a little bit more. And it's, I guess it's, it just has more lore to everything. Mm-hmm. And, that even the dialogue is kind of like there's importance to the dialogue like it's explaining and setting up things for yeah. you know for the future mm-hmm. so i i did enjoy it so yeah. um my five star review it says i want to get i love werewolves tattooed on my ass <laughs> <laughs> just real big <laughs> only fans cut you'll see it over there yeah. <laughs> coming soon <laughs> oh oh uh, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy of, of the, the movie. movie, which Ricky, uh, you do listen to us, but it could be a guy you like want to fuck. It could be a character you really related to. Doesn't necessarily have to be like Daddy, but <laughs> Daddy of the movie, <laughs> the Wolfman. Yes, specifically the Wolfman. You know okay, he's an so- animal in bed. Oh yeah, hairy, oh, definitely, teeth, big he's feet, gonna- all of it. <laughs> he's gonna reenact the Wolf Cop. <laughs> Ripping his clothes off. I'm in. Oh, Ripping oh my God. clothes off. Biting me. Oh, Let's do love it. it. Love it. Because Make it, it under the full moon as the wolf game <laughs> blooms. Because I, I will say the wolfman as well. Because Larry seems like he kind of just like expects head and that's he's, it. Yeah, he's a starfish. He just lays Exactly. Back. <laughs> and then he just doesn't care if you finish or whatever. But the world, the wolfman is just argh, like he, he'll devour you. Like, <laughs> like he doesn't Ooh. care. He's a freak. Do that again. No, I can't do that. That's too much for them. Uh, <laughs> ooh, that's another preview of the OnlyFans. <laughs> oh shit, um, Carlos, do what do you pick? What? Who do you pick? Oh, oh, the Wolfman. Wolfman of specifically. Course, yeah. yeah. Damn, poor Frank. Is there enough of him for all three of us? Do you think? Oh yeah. Oh, he doesn't yeah. care. That There's libido to go went around. up. 
<laughs> that libido went up yeah. as a wolf man. <laughs> <laughs> and then favorite death, I would say. There's I know there's you they're know they're kinda off screen. They're off screen. It's I understand. I but feel like we've been having so much trouble with this section with these movies. Yeah. Every week because it's like I see it more like which one was more impactful because for me, I would say the definitely Larry's death at the end Mm -hmm. is pretty powerful. I do like Bella's as well because it sets up the movie. It's one of those where you see it affect the character, the main character. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And it, it, I mean, it's behind a tree, but you still see the cane coming down. It's very brutal. I know a lot Mm -hmm. of people are, you know, they get very upset when an animal dies in the movie, but they'll watch people get their heads cut off left and right. But like, yeah. it is a very impactful moment, and <laughs> that's this. Sorry, one over that's here. literally me. <laughs> You'll turn off the TV. I don't like this movie no more. I'm yeah. not saying I want to see animals get killed, but I'm like, yo, that woman just got stabbed twenty times. <laughs> <laughs> she probably deserved. <laughs> this animal uh, did nothing wrong. But Bella, in the case of Bella, he is a killer. So mm-hmm. true. Yeah, they're very true. It, it, and Cujo, it, it, Cujo can get it too. <laughs> Cujo like, what did I do? Kill that, <laughs> kill that dog. Uh, I yeah, I it's either has to be Bella's or Larry's. Larry's just because it's so sad once you like, yeah. oh shit, I just killed my own son, and then Bella's like, you're the reason why I became a monster. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would I would have to go with Larry's at the end for sure. I think that one definitely is more impactful. So that's mine at least, and that's pretty much it, right? Ricky, did you say yours? We're terrible. Same I'm having kill. a lot. Of- uh, I'm going with Bella. Yeah. Bella? Yeah, okay. Bella. Making sure. Yeah. I don't want to be like. <laughs> <laughs> and then out of five stars, Ricky, what do you give this movie? Yeah, what do you. Uh, it's a solid four to four and a half. I won't call it a perfect okay. film because, as well paced as it is, the scenes where all of the old white men are talking are a little less interesting to me than the rest of the action. Um, yeah. But it. it you know, while the Wolfman is my favorite of the Universal monsters, I do think Bride of Frankenstein is my favorite of the Universal monster films. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. You know, yeah, that definitely makes mm-hmm. sense. Carlos, what about you? I gave it a four and a half. Okay. Uh, I gave Frankenstein a four. Yeah. So this one has it goes up a little more because I, I actually enjoyed this one. I I don't know. It's really hard, but this one I read. I I I felt more attached to it. I kind of became obsessed with this one. It was in a way. Yeah, it's like it, mm-hmm. it's like you said. You've been you relate to his story mm-hmm. to that tragic story. Yeah. So I totally understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I did give this one a three and a half because I I do definitely do like it. I I just don't think it is a part of its period. It it has aged, but I do feel like it aged pretty well. Mm-hmm. So I did enjoy every every that movie very very well. And compared to the other ones, as uh, I liked it the most yeah. um yeah. i would say maybe uh, brighter frankenstein is kind of close maybe and f- i did like frankenstein a lot so it's like i but i feel like if i had to sit down and rewatch a movie it would be this one mm. yeah so so far i haven't seen invisible man uh nor the mummy so i, I still have to decide then but mm-hmm. out of these four movies yeah this one would be the are, one you, are you guys doing creature from the black lagoon also in the series, oh, that that didn't come in the DVD, right? It, it didn't come in the DVD. I bought it. Only brought the it only brought Frankenstein, Bride, Drac, okay. Wolfman, and Invisible Mummy, Man. and Invisible Man. Got it. Uh, I I did want to do all of them, but since we got you, other um, movies to talk about, <laughs> not on, not only that, is we're running out of time in this yeah. house. Yeah, of and, course. Yeah, it's it's just hard. But um, 
Ricky. Yeah, this Ricky. is your time to shine. Give us your most dramatic reading. Well, I art, feel like I've been shining this whole out. time, but I guess you I can try a little, shine a little brighter. <laughs> uh, shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> I, uh, I would love for your listeners to check out my podcast as well. It's called Rick or Treat Horror Cast. Uh, I don't have a YouTube at the moment, but that's on the horizon, in the distant horizon. For now, check out my Instagram. It's at Rick or Treat Pod. Uh, I took a couple weeks off for the holidays, but I am back. My most recent episode, uh, Friday the 13th, 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, is available. Uh, This coming week, I'm featuring Horror Daddies are coming on. I actually have a question for you. I know we already talked about a movie, but would you be interested in doing Bram Stoker's Dracula instead? Like, did you already watch the movie that we talked about? I, I no, no, we haven't. It. No, we haven't. All right, so I'm, 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 I'm making I'm a change. We're doing Bram Stoker's Dracula instead. Awesome. The one from the 90s. Right, sounds good. Thank God, because yesterday, we were recording yesterday, and I was like, am I allowed to say what we're doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say it, though. No, we didn't. didn't we didn't. It. Got it. We were like, we'll it. leave it for next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so, cool. So we'll have you guys on. Um, if you live in Brook, if you live in New York City, I'm an actor, and once a month, I'm in a Adams Family-themed improv show, The Adams Parody, ooh. and I play Uncle Fester. So it's a 45-minute nice. show where we improvise an episode of The Adams Family. It's at the Vino Theater in Brooklyn. Google it. It's on January 25th is our next show. And oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. I think that's all I got. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Of course. Thank you for coming <laughs> no, on. No, thank you so much, Ricky. We really do appreciate it. I can't wait to be on your podcast as well. Me so too. please, guys, go check him out. Yeah, go check him out. We love his show. Yeah. Um, and you're, ama- you're an amazing guy as well. You yeah. seem so Thanks. funny. And I would love, to- hey, my- I have family in New York. So if I'm, a re- I'm there. Come we- on we up. Have to hang Definitely. Out. We'll have a great New time. I'll show you guys York around. I'm, I'm hoping to be there for Halloween Horror Nights down in Florida <laughs> yeah. this year. So we- that would yeah. be so fun. Fuck yeah. yeah. Agreed. Oh my god, we should. Oh my god, what if we well, can honestly? get like all these podcasts that we like <laughs> collab with just in one just big group, a, a big orgy? Oh my god, that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> that sounds like Hell fun. Yeah. That sounds great. Um, yeah. So, um, I have sad news. This is our final episode for this. Yeah, I mean, we, if we unless we can fit in another one, but yeah, we don't um, have one in planned. So we are gone until Marches, March, Aprilish, maybe. Maybe um, if John and I can figure out a way to record while we're separated, we will definitely record for you guys. I have no problem with that. It probably just it just won't be on video. Um, but yeah. we will when we come back, we're going to come back strong. Hell yeah. Uh, new set. Mm-hmm. So be ready for that. Can't wait. Um, I will miss you guys. I will say the last couple of days I've I've well, aside from the co- the gay comment on YouTube, motherfucker. Yeah, um, bro. I was like. <laughs> Aside YouTube got that, a little crazy. Someone yeah. was like, oh, these just two gays talking all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, like, why? <laughs> like, why do that? Um, <laughs> like, that's know, too much. You know, I'm like, Brenda, come out through the screen, baby. Yeah. yeah. But, um, no, uh, and someone, someone left a... <laughs> Go ahead, no, I'm sorry. sorry. No, no, you're fine, you're fine. Someone left such a beautiful comment mm-hmm. on Facebook, on our Facebook page, so... Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that. We have a Facebook group if you want to follow us there. Um, I'm Carlos Warlock everywhere. I have a letterbox if you want to follow me. Uh, just thank you, everyone, for all the support. Mm-hmm. Please don't let, leave us. We will be back. I, I will promise. try to I try to 
do things while I'm because I'm good to, gonna be the one with the equipment because mm-hmm. we're gonna be away to, um, separately. Yeah. So um, I'll try and keep the channel. I'll try to put some stuff up. I might live stream a little bit, and if I can have them, at least zoom me a couple times. That would be great. I'll be there. Um, but it's you know <laughs> we're still living our normal lives, so yeah. it's just hard harder now to find time. I, I didn't want to leave like, after after <laughs> yeah. all of it. Like we kind of bumped up a little, and I didn't. I like, shit happens. Um, yeah, it is what it is. But it's for good things. So mm-hmm. tune it in. And but yeah, we had a really um, mean ass comment on YouTube, and I was like, oh no. But I'm ready. I'm ready for all the fucking mean comments. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just yeah. prepared to read it. Yeah, you guys are great. You Thank really you. are. You put on a great show. Thank Your you. Your perspective is very much appreciated. Thank you so oh, much, you, Ricky. You. And I can't. I really can't wait to be on your on your show. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely got to watch that. So well, what's that called? Uh, Bram, we'll talk about Bram, it later. Well, Bram Stoker's Dracula. But wait, wait. Who did you say was in it? I heard. I, yeah, I, Bram uh, Stoker's Dracula. It's Keanu, the remake Keanu of it's the the '90s remake of Dracula. Mm-hmm. It's with Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder. Yeah. Okay. I know they talk about it because I think they're like, well, technically married because we got married in that movie and we never had a divorce. Oh. Yeah, they so used like, like a real priest. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's okay. kind of funny. I, I seen the the parody of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, so now funny. now Dracula Dead and Loving It is going to make so much more sense to you. Yes. Oh, yes that's yes, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Um. So yeah, guys, thank you so much again. And remember, stay spooky and stay sexy. S- See you in your dreams. (laughs) Bye, guys.